the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Republicans in three states won't have a presidential primary in which to choose their candidates this election cycle. Republican leaders in Nevada, South Carolina, and Kansas have voted to scrap their presidential nominating contests in 2020. While the move is not unheard of for the party of a president seeking a second term, it prompted former Massachusetts Governor Bill Well to ask, what is Donald Trump afraid of? In a statement, he calls voting the ultimate right of speech in America. Weld is one of a handful of Republicans thought to be possible challenges to President Trump for the Republican nomination. Like Weld, former Illinois Congressman Joe Walsh has formally declared his intentions. He told CNN that his campaign would fight South Carolina and any other state that considers doing this. Ben Thomas, Washington. U.S. Coast Guard says rescuers have been stymied in their search for the remaining four crew members of a cargo ship overturned near a Georgia port by a fire on board of the vessel. This is SRN News. If you don't know it now, wake up and smell the coffee. We're in a culture war in America. This is left versus right, and the stakes are high. This radio station is deeply involved in the fray, and we know many of you are, too. We want to find a few people who are true culture warriors, fighting the good fight and suffering the slings and arrows of public discontent because of it. Go to this station's website right now to nominate the Salem Culture Warrior of the Year. Time to honor a few great people. AM1280thepatriot.com Register today for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Big Daddy Weave live in Denver on November 21st. We'll cover the hotel, the airfare, and obviously the concert tickets for you and whomever you may bring with. Just visit the Freedom Fan Club page supported by Lucky Stations for your chance to win. Good Sunday afternoon, Twin Cities. Let's look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Got showers uh, for the rest of the day, high of 62, low of 56. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious, what is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention the typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? 
Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. What does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It's the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And every week at 4 o'clock Sundays, football season or not, you will have the best hour of radio of the week where we talk politics, Israel, and the law. And it is no different this week. As we will have on the show today, special guest, 8th District Congressman Pete Stauber, a returning guest. Jeez, this has to be uh, about his fourth visit to the Victory Hour, and he has credited the Victory Hour with assisting him in achieving victory just a year uh, a year ago in uh, becoming... Uh, The next in a line, hopefully, of Republicans to represent the 8th Congressional District, Chip Kravak, as you remember, uh, took out Jim Oberstar a few years ago after Oberstar had represented the 8th for nearly 40 years. 
Kravak then got replaced by uh, Rick Nolan, who, a Democrat, held the seat for a number of years. And then uh, when he retired, Pete Stauber, who fits that district fantastically and is representing it very well, won election. And he will be joining us today on the Victory Hour. We're going to talk about current issues in Washington, D.C., as well as some political matters up there in the 8th, how the election looks for 2020, and maybe get uh, Congressman Starber's view of uh, the Democratic Donnybrook that is occurring for the presidential nomination. I also want to talk a little bit later in the show about myths and facts. We started the segment Myths and Facts on the Victory Hour last week. We will continue it this week. It's Myths and Facts regarding the Arab-Israeli conflict, in particular regarding the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, as uh, Israel has gained... Much more solid, I I, I don't want to use the word good, but much more solid relations with many countries in the Arab world, including the Gulf states, including uh, Jordan, including Egypt, including even Saudi Arabia, in comparison to days gone by. And so the conflict has been focused on the Palestinian-Israeli conflict and The reason that I want to talk each week about this subject as it relates to myths and facts is because the vast, I am convinced that the vast, vast majority of people out there, even very smart, learned people, even those who pay attention to this issue on a regular basis, misunderstand the issue view it through glasses of a mainstream media that are purveyors of falsity when it comes to the fundamental facts related to the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. And we are going to shed light on this show. We are going to shed light into that, uh, into those issues and, and those myths and turn them for, for those of you who are listening, into an understanding of the truth and understanding of the facts. And we will have resources to cite as it relates to them. Today, in part, we're going to talk about Jerusalem. And we're uh, also going to talk, and maybe I'll open that segment when we get to it later in the show, about Donald Trump and his relationship with the state of Israel, which... Much to my chagrin, the Jewish community does not understand at all, which is why they continue to pillory the president, even though they should be doing the exact opposite and cheering him, at least and certainly as it relates to the Jewish state of Israel. You know, I want to start today, however, talking about things a bit more, more esoteric and, and maybe, uh, more accurately put, uh, more philosophical. I read a book 
back. I used to be a uh, a big golfer. I, I played golf every day of the week when I was uh, in high school during the summers. Uh, and uh, I was a pretty good golfer. I became a uh, a pretty good golfer back in those days. But golf had become really a a part of me. And it was much more than just the game. And I was turned on to a book in my 20s called Golf in the Kingdom. And as you know, if you've been listening to, as many of you have, the Victory Hour over the last several years, yes, several years now as we're well into our third year, and by the way, more than 150 podcasts, if you go on your little uh, telephone device called a smartphone, and you go to that little podcast app and you put in the name Andrew Parker, that's all you need to do. You'll see a black and white photo of me and the Andrew Parker podcast. Subscribe, and you will have all of the podcasts, all of uh, the shows dating back to the Parker Rosen Hour, the Andrew Parker Hour, the Victory Hour, all there, yours truly talking politics, Israel, and the law. But again, I, I want to uh, go back to uh, the book of the week that we had on the show for many, many weeks, and you can still find it on our website, parkerdk.com. Go to parkerdk.com. Parker Daniels Keyboard, Premier Law Firm, downtown Minneapolis that uh, we founded just a few years ago. And you'll find Book of the Week. Well, this week, the Book of the Week is Golf in the Kingdom. And I think it would be a good idea for you to go pick up that book, if you're a golfer for sure. I didn't understand it well in my 20s when I read it first. I am reading it again. I understand it much better. And to lead in on the other side of the upcoming break, uh, I am going to talk to you just for a minute or two about the philosophy of golf and how it ties into our philosophy of life, in fact. Yes, it's just a game, much different than life, which is much more than a game. But, nonetheless, it is philosophically in tune with certain ways of life, and Golf in the Kingdom speaks about that. So when we come back, I'm going to talk briefly about that. We're going to be joined by 8th District Congressman Pete Stauber. And while we're on this break, you make sure that you pull up either on your smartphone or your computer, parkerdk.com, one of the best websites you'll ever find, and jot this down on your yellow pad with your number two pencil, 651-289-4488. You can give us a call if we have time. We'll get you on the show with Congressman Pete Stauber, who will be with us on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1280 The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We can't take every last willing worker in the world who wants to work here for a dollar an hour. We have to have limits. It's a night of no-holds-barred commentary with conservative spitfire Michelle Malkin. And that just tells you how twisted the priorities of Capitol Hill are, that they think it is more important to protect 700,000 illegal aliens in this country rather than get rid of these stupid programs that are endangering American lives. Be a part of this exercise in free speech. Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Tickets start at just $12.80. There's also a limited number of elite VIP upgrades that will put you in the front row with a copy of Michelle's brand new book, Open Borders, Inc. Did we mention that VIPs also get meet and greet access? AM 1280, The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Each week, Sunday, 4 to 5, Smart Plane Talk. Israel, politics, and the law. This week, no difference. 
In a moment, we're going to have with us Congressman Pete Stauber and talk about smart plane talk. That's what you're going to get day in and day out from the steady congressman of for the 8th Congressional District in the state of Minnesota, Pete Stauber. One of the great reasons he is that way is he's a heck of a hockey player. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, I went to the uh, Vikings game before the show today. Great victory by the Vikings today. And as I was going in, you know, I've had it with the NBA. The NBA is a bunch of prima donnas who run that league and go from hither and yon with no loyalty whatsoever. And that is what is beginning to happen in the NFL, and I hate to say it because football is such a great American sport. One sport that it has not happened with and likely never will is the grind. And that is the National Hockey League and hockey generally. What a fantastic game. And as you know, uh, yours truly does play it. But nowhere near ever as well as Pete Stauber played it. And uh, I'll tell you that Stauber family, what a a great family to represent uh, the state of Minnesota in hockey and beyond now in the 8th Congressional District. Let me just finish my thought. Uh, regarding golf in the kingdom, which was uh, well, which is a uh, you know a, a great uh, book that if you play golf, you definitely uh, uh, should read. Talking about things that are simple and accepting things that are simple rather than tinkering with them or destroying them in the name to build something new when they are elegant, simple, and have perfection in the way that they are. Bigger, faster is not always better. And when it comes to the game of golf, it is a pure game. It is played in the state of nature. Every single shot is different than the previous. Every single hole is different than any other. And it is all governed by God's green earth as you're out playing. There's no time clock. You're just hitting the ball and it is waiting. You can take as long or move as quickly as you would like. One objective, nobody rushing, no one defending. You and nature. Simple, pure. Beauty standing on a tee looking down a fairway. But you know, just like life, hazards lurk along the course. All along the way to the green, to your objective, to your goal. And it's how we deal with those hazards that separates us. It doesn't mean you should take the ball and create a new ball that can go 500 yards. No. Play the game as it is intended to be played within the rules. Like life. It's when people paint outside of those rules or when they try newfangled ideas that bigger, faster, not always better though. That's when we get away from the purity and the beauty of not just the game but of life. So I'm suggesting to us, let's take a step back 
And we're talking about what's going on in politics in this country today. It's one of the big, big problems. We've got a constitution. We have foundational ideas that fundamentally are not just beautiful in how they have worked for democracy, freedom, and liberty, but they are sound and they need not be ignored nor tinkered with nor changed nor altered nor adjusted as a living document as many on the left would have us believe. If you start there, you're going to make it down the fairway most times without hitting those hazards. Now, here's somebody who I can tell you agrees with me on that subject, I got to believe. Eighth District Congressman Pete Stauber, who was elected uh, to take uh, Rick Nolan's seat up there in the eighth just this past uh, election. And in 2020, he is up again. And we're talking to Pete about his great representation up there in the 8th Congressional District. Mr. Stauber, welcome again to the Victory Hour. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's great to be with you again. Well, I'll tell you, you're one of our uh, wonderful guests. I said it, I think, before you came on, uh, uh, on the line, I was talking about the fact that I think the Victory Hour helped you up there in the 8th Congressional District uh, get some votes and get elected. Oh, I, I, I agree with you, Andrew. It's been, you know, you and I have been uh, uh, talking on the Victory Hour for about a, a year and a half uh, yes. periodically, and it's just a pleasure to be with you and, and really talk about the 8th District and and what we need to do to, you know, uh, move the 8th District of Minnesota and our country forward. And I, I, I'm just, uh, I've been in office now nine months, and it's just a pleasure. It's, it's a privilege beyond imagination to be able to, uh, serve uh, the 8th Congressional District. Pete, tell me, you know, what? I want to talk first about such a central issue that drives everything and people's uh, livelihood here in the United States, and that's employment. And the employment numbers recently have come out. They are just phenomenal. I mean, nobody can deny it. African-American unemployment at the lowest level, I believe, now in history it's not only that, it's African-American, Hispanic, and females. Yes. Uh, the lowest in, in many, many years. And, and I think that's why, Andrew, that's why you have uh, a certain uh, presidential candidates talking about things, uh, everything but the economy and the jobs and the security and, and the greatness of our nation. They're talking about, uh, you know, things have a, a major impact in the country. How is it? How is it feeling up there in the uh, eighth? What sort of response are you getting? What are you doing to create jobs up in the eighth? Well, one of the things, uh, I, and I said it on the campaign. Um, the bottom line is uh, we want to focus on the, the jobs in the economy and the most uh, vulnerable in our society. And, uh, you know, with, in Minnesota's 8th District, it's, uh, you know, taconite timber and tourism, aviation, 
and we have uh, uh, a logging and, and trucking industry that that uh, needs to continue to be robust. There's some things we want to implement. Uh, there's the uh, um, you know when we look at uh, a job in the economy, unemployment is low. Low. We need to support our mining industry, uh, both hard rock mining and, and copper nickel mining. Those are those are economic um, engines that drive the economy. They're middle class jobs. Uh, that's who Minnesotans are, and I'm fighting for them, and, and uh, the people understand I'm fighting for them. You know, we have uh, Enbridge Line 3. It's a replacement project that the Public Utilities Commission in Minnesota uh, voted unanimously twice to support it. So we need to we need to push those uh, economic drivers uh, because a good job equals a good family. Well, I'll tell you, folks, if you didn't know it, uh, Pete Stauber, Our representative from the 8th is on the House Committee on Transportation and Infrastructure. He's also on the House Committee on Small Business, both critical to what we're talking about right right now. But in addition, uh, you know, Pete, what can we do? And I guess it's not really so much in addition, but as Pete sits on these committees and you hear his common sense approach to unemployment and the economic issues faced in the 8th, and then more generally, uh, you want to have Republicans in the majority rather than in the minority and ranking member. So what can we do, Pete, to get the red back into uh, U.S. Congress? Well, I think it's just it's just making sure that we you know educate the public and and make sure that uh, you know some news outlets aren't necessarily forthcoming on yeah, <laughs> what yeah. they're talking about. And I think that you know I'll give you an example, uh, Andrew. Uh, I'm on the small business. It's the uh, contract contracting and infrastructure uh, subcommittee. Subcommittee, right? And I, I was out in uh, Bangor, Maine, uh, just yesterday. Uh, with my Democratic colleague, um, and we were talking about <clears throat> the to, to have the ability um, to to deploy broadband in rural America. This is who we are, um, and uh, the ranking member or the chairman on that is uh, Jared Golden out of Maine. Uh, we were in uh, the city of Machias, Washington County, Maine, talking about the same things that Northern Minnesota uh, is in need of, and that's a reliable, high-speed. Uh, Internet, you know, it's not a luxury anymore. It's a necessity. So this is this is a kind of a consistent message throughout the country. And, uh, you know, working across uh, um, the aisle, I said uh, during the campaign, I not only was going to work across the aisle, but I was going to build relationships. And I have a very, very good Democratic friend in Jared Golden uh, from Maine. Well, excellent. And we need more of that. We need to get things done. Having good ideas and not getting them done doesn't help. Uh, any of us. One other topic I wanted to talk to you about before we go to uh, a break here, Pete, is uh, people are wringing their hands over the uh, tariffs and the trade wars that are going on with uh, the Trump administration and some of our foreign allies and adversaries, including particularly China. Is that affecting the 8th Congressional District? And how do you view these... uh, uh, trade wars and some of these trade deals? Well, first of all, I'm not going to say they're a trade war. Uh, this is an administration that's standing up for America. This is the first administration that said the Chinese... Amen, brother. ...that was devastating to northeastern Minnesota is, is about to stop. This administration stopped the Chinese steel 
dumping, and uh, we have over a billion dollars investment into the steel interest industry in this nation because of that. We have uh, uh, being put back to work. We have American-made steel, and and Andrew, uh, quite frankly, if 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 you know the uh, on the southern border, for example, I have put a piece of legislation in that says any uh, barrier or wall must be made out of uh, American-made steel, and that's it's getting traction. And so I think that that this is a president that understands uh, that the country of China uh, cheats. Uh, they steal our intellectual property. They want to uh, they want to be the uh, the world's economy and the world's military. And uh, um, we have a president standing up for America, our values and making sure um, that uh, China doesn't cheat their way uh, into any position uh, that would allow the world to change. Well, there's no question about it. This president is using the tools that are needed to deal with a communist regime, a tyrannical regime like uh, the uh, Chinese government. And the fact that they have been, as he puts it, eating our lunch for decades He will not put up with it, and we should be cheering him on and rallying together when he deals with this security and foreign policy as well as domestic economic policy issue. We should all be rallying in support of his his efforts. Yeah, I'm a free trader, all in all, and no question about it, as I know you are, but he is simply using the tools that need to be used to get us back to a foundation where we can then once again open the world to free trade. Well, Andrew, we can compete with anybody in the world on a level of fair, fair playing field. Our farmers, our miners, our manufacturers, our small businesses, they can compete with anybody. That's exactly a, right. You're listening to 8th District Congressman Pete Stauber, who's joining us on the Victory Hour. Pete, can you stay with us on the other side of this break? Sure. Excellent. And we will be right back. And while we're on this break, all of you out there, you can set aside the yellow pad and number two pencil for now because you've already written the number down. If you do want to call, we'll try to get you on if we have uh, time. But go to ParkerDK.com, often referred to as an award-winning website, one of the best you've ever seen. We're going to be right back with Congressman Pete Stopper. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. 
Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Don't know much about history, don't know much biology. Hello, hello, we're back. It is the Victory Hour on this uh, wonderful Sunday, another Sunday of smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. We're going to get to Israel a little bit later on in the show as we are talking politics now with Congressman from the 8th Congressional District in the state of Minnesota, Pete Stauber. And Pete, uh, you know, we've covered a little bit about uh, employment and the uh, trade deals. I know one of the subjects, one of the policy issues, uh, really troubling policy issues that uh, uh, you ran on during your campaign in 2018 was the issue of opioids and the problem facing so many families is it an issue up in the eighth? And uh, what are you seeing uh, today in comparison to a year or two ago? Well, I can tell you, Andrew, I can give you some uh, experience uh, as an elected official, and I can talk about my experience as a police officer. You know, um, the opioid crisis, the drug abuse crisis, is, is a, it's an epidemic across this nation, and it's taking... Uh, our, our young people, um, you know, every, uh, I think it is uh, uh, 22 minutes in this country, we lose an individual to uh, a, a drug overdose. Unbelievable. It's just not, yeah, it's not acceptable. And we need to uh, make sure we understand that, that, uh, that, that, that drugs and the opiates are, are dangerous. 
and that we have to uh, make sure that they don't get in the hands of our young people or that uh, those uh, um, people that have chronic pain are, don't, you know, don't become addicted. But as a police officer, we carried Narcan that, uh, that reversed, temporarily reversed effects of an overdose and, and saved many lives. And, and many police departments are now carrying Narcan. And I don't think there's a, there, there's a family that I know that in some way, shape, or form is not uh, affected uh, by the opiate crisis or, or the overdoses and the drugs in our society. And, and, and really, I, my goal is to, to make sure we stop the influx of the illegal drugs. And one of the ways we can do that is securing our border. I was down at the southern border. I saw with my own eyes what was happening uh, when these uh, uh, illegal immigrants crossed. They took the they took the resources of the border patrol to that location, and on the left flank and the right flank, these um, the, the drug cartels, these drug runners were running drugs across that southern border that were coming up to our great state of Minnesota. And so uh, we need to stop the uh, influx of drugs and really um, have, have a good conversation on, uh, you know, on how we can you know, bring treatment and support to these uh, addicts and really prevention. You know, it's, it's prevention and treatment and prosecution. Those are the three things that uh, we need to do across this uh, nation. In northern Minnesota, we have uh, you know, you know, good, great groups of people. In Little Falls, uh, St. Gabriel's Hospital has an outstanding uh, opioid response. Uh, and, and I just think that we're starting to collectively, Andrew, we're starting, this nation is starting to get it. No more uh, is it acceptable that uh, that the drug overdoses uh, will continue at this rate. Uh, we're losing our best, our brightest, and it's devastating, not only to the families, but the communities, because we're losing out on valuable, valuable, precious life. Well, thank you very much for everything that uh, you do in the face of uh, that scourge uh, of uh, that scourge drug problem that faces us in this country. It is real. It is one that you help shine a light on and that uh, you continue to attack and uh, defend us against every day. And thank you very much, Pete Stauber, for that. You I, I want to uh, I want to now turn to perhaps the most important subject that I want to cover with you, Pete, and that is your recent trip to the Jewish state of Israel. You uh, traveled, and and if you've listened at all to the Victory Hour over the last many weeks, and we talk weekly about Ilhan Omar and her uh, antipathy toward the state of Israel, her anti-Semitic attitudes toward the Jewish people, her apparent desire to bring death and destruction, unfortunately, through the policies that she believes in uh, for those who uh, have created a, a, a beautiful country in the Middle East, and that is the state of Israel. Pete, I don't, uh, I, I don't recall that you had been there uh, before, but I know not as a congressman, and uh, this was a trip that Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib decided it was not the trip they wanted to go on. They decided that they wanted to plan a trip with a virulent anti-Semitic group called uh, Mifta, which uh, I've talked about over the last several weeks. But I want to hear about the trip that they could have been on with the 70 or so other members of Congress in the House and the Senate that traveled to Israel, not all together, but, but in groups, and uh, 
and went to both uh, Jewish, uh, Arab, uh, Palestinian sites and met with all from all sides. Uh, Pete, yeah. tell us about the trip. Well, Andrew, I, I, um, I, it was an exceptional trip. It was a, it was a, an unbelievable learning experience, and and I can say, I can say this that the United United States of America had no greater friend uh, than Israel, and it was my privilege to visit uh, the country. Um, you know, Israel is our top top ally in the Middle East, and um, I will always stand with Israel and her people. It was such a neat trip, and it was a bipartisan trip, by the way. There were 41 Democrats and 30 Republicans, and uh, Steny Hoyer uh, ran, uh, was the leader for the, uh, the Democrats, and, uh, and the minority leader Kevin McCarthy uh, was the leader for the Republicans, and, and we spent uh, just under three days together, Republicans and Democrats, talking about um, what we need to do and learning together on the importance of our, our, our ally in Israel and understanding that, you know, um, uh, the protection that they need and understanding the dynamics of, of Israel and the threat uh, that uh, the state of Israel faces. Did you meet with both Palestinians and uh, Jews while you were there? Did you go into the yes. Palestinian territories? I believe you did. Yes. Yes, we did. We met uh, we met uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. We had a, a conversation, a very good conversation with him, and then we met uh, the leaders of the <clears throat> PLO in Ramallah. Um, it was it was not the prime minister, but it was uh, the one of the ambassadors, and I think one of his assistants. I don't recall his name, but I can tell you that uh, that you know when we met with Benjamin Netanyahu, it was such a privilege to meet with that leader. And, and talk about and, and when he talks about uh, the, the greatest uh, uh, relations we have is with the United States and was so appreciative of the relationship we have and and talked about the, the sharing of intelligence uh, between Israel and the United States the sharing of intelligence not only um, to you know to support industry or, uh, the economy but sharing of, of intelligence to stop um, uh, terrorism. You know, uh, Israel has given us intelligence that has actually stopped uh, terrorist activities oh, in our saved, country. It saved hundreds or thousands of American lives. Yes. And so I, I just think it was a really good conversation. And uh, Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu uh, and others were very, very gracious with their time. But we also went to Ramallah and talked to the PLO folks. And I can tell you this, that I asked the ambassador uh, to to um, I asked the ambassador of the PLO. I said, "Will there ever be peace? Um, will there ever be peace without you um, uh, taking over um, Jerusalem?" And he danced around the question, Andrew, and danced around the question, yeah, never sure. answered it. Sure. And uh, so, so you have to understand that um, that that uh, Jerusalem is the is cap is the capital of Israel. Um, the president uh, moved our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, which we went to, and I just, I just, it was a, um, it was a great, great trip for us. And I have to say that, you know, even before we left, both you and Dan Rosen had talked about the importance of just learning and, and understanding the yes. dynamics. And and uh, I am, I am uh, forever grateful to be able to have uh, spent those eight days learning and being educated and really uh, seeing some really religious sites in in in, in Israel. And uh, you know, there's uh, when when we. 
toured uh, the Vad Yeshem, the Holocaust Museum. It was it was one of the most sobering times of my entire life, uh, and to see um, the persecution, the suffering by the Jewish people at that museum and, and what it meant, it was just I'll never forget that. And uh, it was it was so uh, it was such a magnificent trip to to you know to bring all these together. In fact, at the last nights we were there, we we talked, we had a dinner, we talked what trip meant to us. And at that time, when it was my turn to speak, Andrew, I said, I am still processing um, this this one of the most important trips of my life. So I really don't have anything to say. I want to process what I saw these past seven days. And I tell you, you know, touring the 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 Iron Dome, the defense system that, yes. that the state of Israel uses almost on a monthly basis, rocket fire from Hezbollah out of Lebanon and, and Syria. It's going to the Golan Heights and and seeing uh, the wall that needed to be built uh, by the Israeli uh, IDF forces uh, that's forty feet high because of uh, because of the the threats every day uh, to that country was. To see it is, is to believe it, and it was just a, a privilege and a pleasure for me to, 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 to go to, on that trip. Well, it's outstanding. It happens with freshman classes regularly where they uh, go to Israel, and you cannot understand the Palestinian-Israeli conflict until you have been there. You cannot truly understand it. Until you have been there. And it's great that uh, you did travel there, uh, Pete Stauber. I can tell you Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar do not understand it. And they will not understand it. Again, both sides were talked to. Both sides were met with, uh, both in Ramallah and in uh, Jerusalem. As Pete Stauber has uh, described, it occurs each and every time. And uh, hopefully we will have peace. On the other side of this break, we are going to talk a little bit about what Pete Stauber referred to, and that is the capital city of Israel, uh, Jerusalem. And we're going to talk myths and facts related to uh, Jerusalem, the center of the world, when we come back. So make sure you stay with us. And Pete Stauber, thank you very, very much for coming once again on to the Victory Hour and We hope to have you back before the election coming up in 2020. Sounds good, Andrew. You and your listeners have a wonderful Sunday evening. Thank you very much, Congressman. You all stay with us. And while we're on this break, go to ParkerDK.com, where once again, you'll learn about Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, premier law firm, handling all of your most important legal issues. Stay with us. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard, 
We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard Lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It is the victory hour. I'm your boogeyman. And now when it comes to Israel politics and the law... I tell it the way it is. You needn't have fear. Embrace the truth. And today will be no different as we move to our segment known as Myths and Facts. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. You know, that's our music for this week in history, but the shift to myths and facts has it applied just as well. This week, talking about Jerusalem. Myth! Jerusalem is an Arab city. Really? Fact! Jerusalem was the ancient capital of Israel. Jews have been living there for more than 3,000 years without break. And it is tracked. 
They have constituted the largest single group of inhabitants there since the 1840s as well. The largest single group. That is 180 years, folks. Jerusalem contains the western wall of the temple, the holiest site in Judaism. To Jews, the entire city is sacred. Jerusalem never served as a provincial capital under Muslim rule, ever. To a Muslim, there is a profound difference between Jerusalem and Mecca or Medina. In fact, Jerusalem is not mentioned once in the Quran. It is mentioned hundreds of times in the Torah. To say that Jerusalem is an Arab city is to ignore the reality. And we can cite for you if you wish. Jerusalem's population since the 1840s, it has consistently had more Jews in it, despite the fact that world Jewish population is so small in comparison to Muslims and Christians. Jerusalem has consistently had a larger Jewish population than either Muslims or Christians, consistently since 1840. It is not an Arab city. Myth. The Arabs were willing to accept the internationalization of Jerusalem. The Jews opposed the idea Because of their intransigence, Israel illegally occupies the entire city of Jerusalem today. That's a myth. Fact. When the UN took up the Palestine question in 1947, it recommended that all of Jerusalem be internationalized. And the Jewish agency... Speaking for Jews in Palestine, after much soul-searching, because it was very difficult to accept, they agreed to accept the internationalization in the hope that it would protect the city from conflict. Above the Jews' own interests, above their legal rights under international law, They allowed it, or at least agreed to it. But the Arab states were as bitterly opposed to the internationalization of Jerusalem as they were to the rest of the partition plan that we've talked about a number of times on this show, that the Arabs opposed the Jews in Palestine, accepted and agreed to. 1947. In the 1948 war, Jordan invaded and occupied East Jerusalem. In doing so, its army drove thousands of Jews whose families have lived, had lived in the city on the eastern side for centuries, drove them into exile. It was the Arab refusal to accept the partition that created the battle and fight over Jerusalem. After the Arab states' rejection of UN Resolution 181 in 1948, establishing a UN coalition, the city was split, only to be brought back together in 1947. And the bottom line is, since it's been brought back together, anyone and everyone in the world can go there. 
That was not the case when the Arabs controlled it. Period. We're going to be back next week. We'll have myths and facts. We'll talk politics, Israel, and the law. And you can count on the fact it'll be smart, plain talk. Be with us next week. In the meantime, have a great week. Wise Council, winning results. For more information, go to parkerdk.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom. Justice, honor, duty, mercy, and... AM 1280, The Patriot. We can't take every last willing worker in the world who wants to work here for a dollar an hour. We have to have limits. It's a night of no-holds-barred commentary with conservative spitfire Michelle Malkin. And that just tells you how twisted the priorities of Capitol Hill are, that they think it is more important to protect 700,000 illegal aliens in this country rather than get rid of these stupid programs that are endangering American lives. Be a part of this exercise in free speech. Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Tickets start at just $12.80. There's also a limited number of elite VIP upgrades that will put you in the front row with a copy of Michelle's brand new book, Open Borders, Inc. Did we mention that VIPs also get meet and greet access? AM 1280, The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.